all set. Are you all set? Yeah, man. About as ready as ready is. I don't know what that means. Sounds like you're ready. So, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. In that case, welcome back to the Game Dev Breakdown Podcast. My name's Todd Mitchell, and welcome back, John Schreiber. Hi, buddy. What's going on, man? Oh, other than this uh, 20-minute Skype configuration session we we did for old time's sake Skype. Uh, no no it just updated it just That's updated all. so it's yeah. a brand new fucking application <laughs> like it's never been used before god are you drinking anything i'm drinking something tonight no i'm just having water i do i'm dry i have we don't have anything and i haven't had anything in here in a while he's drunk on life and uh probably dad fatigue uh mega dad fatigue coming off of the spout of sickness that was actually from the lack of humid air. When your nose dries out, your body's natural defense to fight off viruses decreases by quite a bit, I found out. we want, Some of us are sick for 11 days here. Yeah, what I'm finding is that my, uh, my all-time low level of activity throughout the day is protecting me from a lot of illness. Like when you're, <laughs> <laughs> when you're active at like – when I was – kickboxing i was never so health so sick all my life like every little virus every bacteria knocked me out for a week or two and now my whole family just got sick and i, I had nothing i was yeah. sleeping sleep right <laughs> i was healthy and everyone else was like i think i might have strep i don't know i'm like yeah i don't know not me <laughs> and it's it's partially my story but i think it was trying to get me but we've remedied that and and the humidifiers helping and then the coming out of that phase it's like, yeah, like you said, dad life. Then the smallest child at seven months is going through another bout of teething. So it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Got some early teethers on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. She's already got two on the bottom. It's like, golly, kid. But anyways, anyways, that's hashtag dad, different podcast. <laughs> Speaking of dad life, this booze is just like pure heartburn for me now. So, what is it? What do you got? Or it, any? Or just that one? I've got my American Honey. Um, oh, yeah. That's good stuff. It's a tradition for the podcast, I guess. But uh, yeah, just this burning like Not a sponsor? <laughs> no. Not a sponsor. <laughs> you know what I thought about? I thought about getting in touch with our uh, friends over at Mangria, which is the from the Corolla Studios Network. They have their own brand of alcohol, which is actually pretty good. And... They understand the podcast world, and I thought maybe they'd send a couple of bottles for a shout-out or something, you know? That'd be nice. Yeah, tweet at them. Be like, hey, we're, we're two dads, and <laughs> we're, just, we're just needing to get we're needing to get somewhere. Request from two dads. But, <laughs> now, technically, they already got their shout-out, so they have no reason to send anything. So I kind of Because we're chump change. We're chump change. <laughs> so... Uh, let's talk a little bit about what you're playing, what you're about to play. There are a couple things coming out and then we'll get into our fun activity for the night. But, uh, what are you playing? You still on RDR? No, I haven't been playing that a whole lot lately. I got sucked back into a cod vortex. And then other than that, we've been preparing for like the holidays coming up too. But as far as games that I am, uh, looking forward to, I don't know. I think my year pretty much peaked at Red Dead. What else is on the horizon? Help me remember. We're still in the middle Miller, uh, middle of Broke Vember. Is that what they call it or something? Broke It sounds right. That said, Battlefield 5 is about to drop. Is now, okay. That's right. Yep. That's coming yeah. out. So that's, that's going to be... I had some friends ask me, are you going to play that when it comes out? And I said, no, I'm not. Because it's Battlefield, and you guys will play it, and by January 1st, you guys will all be back on Black Ops or Overwatch. So, <laughs> and as I'm, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be an asshole. This is yeah. how Battlefield works for this group, and I think it's true of most groups. It's like, they they jump on board, they act like it's their new lifestyle, and then, then it's gone. So Yeah. Well, and also, too, did you play the beta of this one by any chance? No. Um, I played through the beta, and I gotta say that there wasn't a whole lot there that made me feel like I wasn't just playing COD with a slightly bigger map. Bigger frankly. map, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless there's something else that happens in the full release, I don't think so. To their credit, though, there was one particular mission that you got to run on the beta where 
you had to defend a beachhead in the snow mm-hmm. and the Germans I can't remember I might have it the other way around but whatever there's a defending one and you have to destroy their artillery if you're attacking that was that level was a lot of fun the rest of them felt exactly like a cod map yeah. like a like any call of duty map I ever played I think a lot of that is the way people play it and the way people sort of behave in the online games. It, they do create these really compelling experiences and these awesome maps and the dynamic shifting stuff in the maps is really cool and everything. But everyone's going to treat it like Call of Duty. They will find a way and it'll be like either Call of Duty or Halo, whatever you you like to call things, when everyone just runs around shooty pew pew and no one plays objectives and no one cares about the outer reaches of the map except to camp and snipe and everything i and the network aspect of it doesn't usually work well enough i have very very bad luck connecting to games and staying with my party if you have friends in battlefield you're basically screwed at all times and this has been for years and years since battlefield 3 i bought that game and i don't think i played once with my friends for a week and i tried every single night and i'm sorry i soured on it for for that reason I understand Call of Duty has its problems too, but man, I couldn't get past that. That's just shameful, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's not like they were like, this isn't ready for prime time yet, so it's down to $45. We paid full price for this mess. Yeah, it should work. And hasn't that been historically an issue with Battlefield? See, I didn't really follow the franchise too closely, but if I'm remembering correctly, isn't haven't they had networking issues historically through a few versions of it now? Well, for me in Battlefield, it's like Charlie Brown's Stormcloud. It just follows me over my head wherever I go. Whatever network I'm on, it finds a way not to allow me to connect. So... I have an issue with that person. I have a friend who works for EA, but that would never really stop me from saying anything like this. It's They are cool games, and they're very carefully created and meticulous in most of their details, but the networking stuff just isn't up to par. I can agree. I didn't, I didn't have the best experience with that either, but and then in the same breath, uh, Call of Duty, until basically this last update, was struggling pretty hard, and I was surprised with that since... You know, they're affiliated with Blizzard's kind of running that front for them. So that was was unexpected. I'm not used to having any connection issues inside of the Battle.net application. Right. So, but they seem to be coming along. The, uh, Treyarch's been, that's the developer for Call of Duty, right? Sometimes. Active, <laughs> sometimes? Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Activision's a publisher. That's right. Yeah. So I I have been sticking over on the Call of Duty side. Since we talked about this Diablo stuff, I got on this Diablo 3 kick that I can't shake right now. Also, I tried Path of Exile. It's very fun. I definitely recommend it to anyone who likes that kind of gameplay. Like, why wouldn't you? And and, uh, what what else have I tried? I tried some of the Humble Monthly uh, bundle games. Dwarves by THQ Nordic is really fun. Man, I need to look at that. I forgot. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, I forgot you, to look at that. You need to check your monthly. There are a few good things in there. Yeah, Dwarves by THQ is a, is a fun one. It's not too far from a Diablo-type game. Oh, cool. There it is. What else is on there? Um, It looks like we got Sniper Elite. Oh, yeah. I, I did try a few minutes of that. And, one uh, and two? I'm not I'm not super into it, but it's cool. Uh, Hitman, the f- the complete first season. Yeah, that's nice. People love that. Dead Island Definitive Edition. Oh, I, I kind of wanted to play that. I really like Dead Island. I was an early adopter for that game. People take issue with it, and I don't really know why. It's super fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably check that out because that was actually a game I was looking at at playing sometime, and I figured I'd give it a break because I like. Uh, is this from the same team or some of the same team involved in Dying Light? I, I don't know. I should know, and I don't. Okay. I was just wondering because... I never I, played Dying Light. I like Dying Light. Um, I have friends who swear by it. It's a f- pretty fun experience. The co-op's really not too bad either. I was skeptical about the, how that co-op would work in that game, but it works... It it, ha- it looks wonky, okay? Hmm. It looks... But that's what makes you want to play it, because <laughs> watching, watching your friend try to drop kick a zombie is just... 
the most Three Stooges action you have. It looks like someone threw a prop dummy at a person in a drop kicking position. <laughs> it's just brilliant. But um, the parkour is what I was worried about. How they're going to handle parkour at the multiplayer? <laughs> and they did it. They did it just fine. Like I said, it looks a little silly, but it moves pretty well. And um, I had a blast. I played through the first one co-op. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm going to rant for a second, but one of my favorite co-op experiences was that Far Cry 5. Did you get a chance to play any of that co-op? I still have not. Man, that or is... Or single player. That is... Have, do you have it on PC? Not yet. Okay. I was going to say, if you had it on PC, I'd gladly play a little bit of that with you, if not the whole thing again, because that was one of the most fun games for co-op I've played in a long time. And, that, and co-op used to be like my exclusive jam. Mm-hmm. Like if I was playing multiplayer, I wanted to play co-op because online community started to get pretty hateful pretty quick. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> so I took a hiatus. And uh, so co-op games. But man, I highly recommend that Far Cry. They really nailed the fun factor with co-op on a first-person shooter with Far Cry 5. Like That game is solid. It, it looks really awesome. I'll probably look for that on Black Friday. Good idea. Good idea. And uh, the DLC modes or games aren't worth it, FYI. So, hmm. um, Yeah, they got a spotty track record on DLC. Yeah, and it came. It's this one's bleak. Ever since, what, what the hell was it? Blood Dragon or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even... Dude, that's the definitive, you have to, like, you especially, and I'm like, why me especially? And I played it, and I'm like, I still don't understand why I especially was going to like that. It's a piece of crap. It's not a piece of crap. It's not something that I especially enjoyed. That's just the 80s spoof thing, right? Yeah. Okay. It it stood out to me as weird. (laughs) Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even play it. There used to be this, I was thinking about this, and tell me if you remember this, I was thinking about around Thanksgiving, there used to be a massive mobile game sale, and I think EA was a big part of it, there were probably a few other publishers, but you could pick up these games that were like four and five bucks most of the year, and they would all be down to 99 cents, or a couple would be free, and you could be sitting at your in-law's house, or wherever you spend Thanksgiving, and you could be trying new versions of The Sims, and stuff like this. And now they don't do any of that. I realized at some point it's because most of these games went to some sort of free-to-play model. And so really there just aren't as many expensive uh, <laughs> pay-to-play games. And and that's probably why I think back on that as a better time because they were more fully fleshed out games and you just paid a little more for them. Except for that one day a year or that couple of days a year. But now, yeah. now there's really nothing like that. Yeah, you know what, man? You're leading me into a direction here that we harped on last time we talked a little bit. Yeah. And it and it's just I feel like it's coming up organically here, you know, you know? It's just it's happening. It's no, no. <laughs> that was a very good guess though. But just about considering the phone as a very legitimate gaming platform. Sure. I feel like uh, I don't do it often. But I feel like I'm kind of an outsider for suggesting that that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, what do you think? Would you like to see things that to come away from the free to play model on the phone <clears throat> and come more into you know full fleshed out games like that game you shared with us? What was that one called? Dungeon. And that was Dungeon. free, wasn't it? With oh the yeah, sword you, guy? you really God, took to that. Yeah, I beat it. I loved the heck <laughs> I, out of that. I, I remember I did too. Yeah, that was a super fun game. I dropped five bucks on a full version of that. Yeah, and there have been a few like that. Swordsman is is another really good one I can think of. Really well animated pla- hack and slash platformer that has um, procedurally generated levels and stuff. It's really neat. To address your first point. I think there are basically three types of people. There are people who don't care about games at all. There are people who never leave their PC or their Xbox. And then there are those of us in the middle who enjoy gaming, but we're stuck at work or we're being responsible and taking the kids over to see grandma and stuff like that. Or, or we're <laughs> off in the corner of the office and we you know, got a little downtime and we could use some kind of a gaming experience we can take with us. I'll, I'll make the bold statement. I don't think the switch always fulfills that role because it is a big deal to pull out a large handheld gaming device 
and, yeah. and you're holding this sub sandwich sized thing. What? No one's going to be like, hey, are you doing something productive over there? No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. No, as a matter of fact, I'm not. But if I, this is why the Clash Royale model works. If I can pull out this game that takes about uh, four minutes to finish around and I'm, I get to play with my friends, it's networked, I have this ongoing. Uh, these ongoing stats and this ongoing profile, like that hits the spot for a lot of gamers. So it is a legit thing and doesn't mean you're less hardcore because you don't get to hang out in the basement. There's nothing wrong. I had a long period of my life where I got to sit in the basement and do nothing else. And it wasn't because I was a loser, but it was because I took care of other things. Maybe didn't have something to do for a day or two. And I played Halo for 12 hours. Great. Awesome. If, if you're not in that stage of life and you've got to go, sit at the DMV for a while. Great. You need something to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, what, what else? Uh, read, read spoilers of making a murderer. I don't care about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> people come down on gaming and they spend their time on the dumbest shit. <laughs> it's like, did you that see is... season 13 of making a murderer? They've got a new attorney. It's like, I don't care. I don't care about any of this. I know, man. I know. I hear that loud and clear. Do you think there's a market for larger, finished, more fleshed out games that are away from the free-to-play model on the phone? Oh, yeah. That was your actual question. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because that's, that's really like sinking into me. And like, and I'm sitting here thinking about it. I go, are people really hitting that because it's, because it's wanted necessarily? Or are they hitting it because it just presses the right buttons and so they just keep playing that same hand? Um, yeah, yeah, this is a tough question because for people like you and me, yes, we have the desire you and I would pay for it. The problem is I think most studios are hip to the fact that most people in general will absolutely not pay for it. If they see a 499 app, they move on and they, if they don't complain about it on Twitter, I made a $1 app that nobody will pay for. And, uh, if I had done some version of free to, that's the problem. You can't make free to play stuff for kids and then ask them to upgrade to a, <laughs> to a paid license or whatever. It doesn't work. There's too much stacked against large, uh, more expensive app games. It's, it's not good. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. And, and that, and that does make a lot of sense I, that, Yeah. Think of like Knights of the Old Republic. We've talked about this before, yeah. but it's on iOS. No one ever talks about it. It runs very well. No, but everyone looks at it and goes, well, they want like seven bucks for it. I'm not doing that. I get it. So, but it is Knights of the Old Republic in <laughs> full. So you're going to your play phone. Flappy Bird instead. <laughs> that's fine. But that's, that's, so that's what people want to do. They, they want something mindless. Unfortunately, the mobile app store is, is more for mindless single mechanic games fling a rock at a tree and you gain experience points and you unlock a better rock to fling at the tree and then there's a second tree and it's it's dumb but that's what sells so and they would rather spend more dollars on virtual watermelons to fling at the tree than they would to spend on one of the most popular rpgs of all time gotcha okay yeah just I, i think that's the sad reality that doesn't mean I wouldn't make a game like that just because I believe in that. And that, that's the sort of thing I'm more passionate about, but I would develop us right into the poorhouse as well. <laughs> so, you, so like, let's, let's do a hypothetical here. Say you dumped a game like Stardew Valley out on the phone, which I think would be capable of doing something like that. Sure. Do you think, do you think it would sink or swim? Do you think it would get passed up to Stardew Valley, for example, would do, um, so much better if it even had good controller support. I know that's sort of a jump, but I I can't tell you how long I spent just trying to get a controller going on that game. So if they could do good phone controls, that's the problem. If you have a popular PC game uh, that's performing well, it has an audience, and you then port it to the phone, and it's something recent, I think that's where KOTOR gets screwed over, then you can sort of get away with it, and people will go... I would love to take Stardew Valley on the go with me, but if it's been too long or it doesn't have enough of an established audience, then it's a then it's a tall order. 
Okay, gotcha. So it would just be about timing there, and it might already be past that point. For that one, yeah, it, it might be getting late. Yeah. Okay. Just wondering. So, like, then if free-to-play is going to be king there, I guess then it would be fun to see something like Brawlhalla come to the phone. Um, I would like to see some other free-to-play games versus, like, the RTS. It's, like, this very weird – I never imagined, art, like, RTS would vanish from my world and then mm-hmm. be reincarnated in some kind of carnival bastard child version <laughs> of itself. Because, like, I cut some serious teeth on great RTS games. Yeah. And I look for them every now and then. And I've bought a couple from indie developers that just just didn't quite cut it, man. Just weren't polished enough. Just didn't have that, you know, the level designs and the missions weren't just weren't right, man. I need more, I need a good RTS game. And um, I suppose I should play Sid Meier's. It's probably why no one makes them anymore. Civilization's probably just the king, but... Uh, <laughs> what is it? You can you can get Civilization Revolution, I think, two. I know that's a very specific bit of trivia for you, but I think that game you can get on the iPhone, and I think it's another one that costs like seven or eight bucks. I think it's expensive, but that's a cool series. It's like a sub-series of the Civilization games, and it's a good one. Huh. Okay. It's a little bit cartoony, but that makes it better for the phone. Sid Meier has some good games on mobile. I think you can play Pirates, and it has updated touchscreen controls. That's neat. But so Sid Meier can get away with it. Somehow LucasArts can't. It, it's a tough. It's a tough line to walk. It is. It is just interesting. You know that whole mobile gaming thing after the you know the crisis or not the crisis, but the outcry we talked about from Diablo. I had been thinking about it a little bit. And it, it may have been just, a crisis. It, well, yeah. Didn't they have? Depending negative, who you ask. Yeah, negative stock ramifications. Yeah, their stock went down, which is, come on, teenagers. Come on. Let's be nice. That's not that's <laughs> not fair. It's not teenagers' fault because Diablo fans, the kind of fans who are ruining this, go way, way back. So, knock it off, adults. Knock it off. Anyways, 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 anyways. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll move on from that as I continue to look at my humble here. <laughs> it's exciting, right? Hey, believe it me, is. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing some games before bedtime, too. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'll, I might try. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the games I've been playing. Um, a lot of good stuff keeps hitting the Xbox Game Pass. PUBG is on there now. There are a couple of new racing games. If you're on the Game Pass, you got to play Forza Horizon 4 for free, yes. which I'm still yes. working on, which is insane. That's one of the few games I will pay full price for every time. Didn't have to this time. That was part of my like $5 monthly subscription. That's become a really good service. I don't mind it's, saying so. And, and for that Forza is just heaven. It is race heaven. It feels like you died and went to race car heaven. It's so good, man. It is, it's it's so the Xbox it's One like, X at its best. It looks great on PC. Man. Yeah, I got to play that again. I have it. I have the pass. I have the game pass. When I get that theater room done, we are going to sit in there, and after we watch Dirty Work by Norm MacDonald, we're going to play some Forza Horizon 4. Let's get Norm on the show. That'll just let me put Norm in the show notes, which <laughs> seems to be our best way to get attention. Let's let's get <laughs> let's ask Norm on the show since he, he's <laughs> let's send him a tweet saying since you've been rejected from all other forms of media outlets. I, Come hang out with us. I love that to this day, the only YouTube video we've had consistently downvoted was the one where we mentioned Norm McDonald's name in the title, but like he wasn't in the video. <laughs> and I realized afterward, like, yeah, that wasn't fair. They came for Norm McDonald and they didn't get any. Uh, what is I forgot about what we were even talking about with him, but oh, God bless him. It was it was called the Norm McDonald effect. And I think my point was, this was my fault. My point was that <laughs> at the time, way back in the day on SNL, Norm MacDonald had a habit of making jokes for little tiny audiences when the entire world was watching. So like he'd I make remember. like inside jokes for his buddies while the entire studio audience was like, I don't understand why you said that with your mouth. So that became like a head scratcher. But like he's this brilliant guy and this very clever comedian. So yes. he gets to he gets to play around. This is his playground, you know. 
I remember that. We were talking about developing the game for yourself, basically, if I remember correctly. Right. Now that, that you mention it. Yep. That was how I applied that, was to say that, yeah, in, in your indie development, if you've got one shot of greatness, you know, every so many years, probably spend it on, you know, you have to find the balance between, don't just do something for mass market appeal, but do something that people can sink their teeth into. Don't Don't make a visual novel that someone's going to load up and go, what is this? Yeah, yeah, and make then, a visual novel, yeah. but make it something interesting. You gotta make something like Dream Daddy, you know. Which one is that? <laughs> oh, I haven't ever shown you that. You don't know about that Dream game? Daddy? No, yeah. I, I looked at some kind of shower simulator today. I didn't. Oh, look, sh- I looked, shower I looked at, with your dad? It wasn't that. It was a different oh. one. It was like shower in public with other men. I looked. It was on Kotaku, of course. <laughs> Get some oh, awesome man. feedback for this episode. <laughs> so, so Dream Daddy is made by uh, the Game Grumps. If you've ever heard of those YouTube guys, and yeah. they made a homosexual single dad <laughs> simulator, and it's actually it's actually kind of funny. I, I, I won't lie to you about it. It's it's semi serious. That's very funny. Homosexual single dad. It's semi serious, but it's actually kind of funny too. Okay. Uh, but anyways, yeah, that's Dream Daddy. I mean, it's if I play it, it's homosexual either way, because <laughs> whether it was intended that way or not, because I'm I'm a fellow, and they're <laughs> fellows. Yeah, and that's what happened there. Anyways, anyways, uh, <laughs> continue. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we were podcasting. <laughs> I know I did too, kind of. <laughs> that's okay. I, I this is probably better than normal. So. <laughs> Should should we try to use this uh, lack of momentum to just push into our activity for the evening? We've already been at it half an hour. I think so, yeah. <laughs> so so the idea is, and I want to try to do this before major holidays, and we missed Halloween, but that's okay. The idea is to design games just verbally. We're not going to make any of these, but to come up with game ideas <laughs> for the holiday and to just sort of have fun with it. It's a creative exercise, and uh, usually these things end up pretty funny. So, obviously, this this holiday being Thanksgiving, I want to hear about your game ideas for the Thanksgiving season. If you're going to make something to push out to your friends, family, worst enemies, what would some of those be? Okay, you ever seen that uh, insult simulator game? Yes. Okay, where you, where you had to pick from, like, the the pre-canned phrases and then piece together like an insult to damage. So you do something like that, except it's with uh, Thanksgiving and you're having arguments about politics and religion (laughs) and give it like a card against humanity twist. Thanksgiving uh, dinner table argument simulator. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then there's your little canned phrases and give it a little bit of a, uh, uh, like I said, uh, cards against humanity twist. I like that very much. That is a strong, strong start. <laughs> and then you can just push out updates as you think of more insulting stuff. It's exactly. <laughs> and come up with new characters, insulting characters. That is Offend awesome. everybody. <laughs> because you, you could then have people play that on their phones around the table instead of having the actual argument. There can be multiplayer <laughs> and they can just go back and forth. There you go. That's perfect. What game is that? Uh, is it those... It's those virtual board games. Is that that where you can link all your smartphones to your console or something through a website? Have you seen that? No. Somebody I know has like one that of the on tabletop their tabletop game simulator things. It's kind of like that. They have it on their Wii, and um, friend of a friend has it on their Wii. And when I'm over there, they have you go to the site on your phone, and it links up to the to the game like so this would be like your little drawing thing if it was a drawing game oh i see what you mean yeah yeah it's really cool it's fun it's clever i was watching this is a diversion but i was watching shark tank this evening as i occasionally do which are you familiar with this show i know what it is i've seen one-off clips of it every now and then but I i don't i'm not like an avid viewer you know yeah okay so this guy was on there and using the ios API. So he was just a normal app developer for the iPhone. He wrote code that could, he could stand the phone up on the table and make it turn itself around and take panorama photos by using the vibration inside the phone. 
he figured out just the right way to have the sides like vibrate the thing in a circular motion It, it worked really well it was very surprising. So it's, that's awesome. It's awesome seeing people innovate with um, mobile devices to do fun stuff. That is pretty cool. But then all of a sudden, I'd be like, "Well, the 3D camera." <laughs> but I understand why you'd want to be <laughs> like, able to just to do it with your phone. There are like seven ways to do what he created without doing any of that. But it was very cool, and they gave him like half a million dollars. <laughs> it's so frustrating to watch because I've done like very clever things in my career and it's like hey boss i did this cool thing and okay fine you know yeah. what i mean oh great <laughs> like we all, we all do this like stuff that we wish people were watching in our careers and it's like yeah. okay go yeah. home you're done for the day yeah do you need lunch right. <laughs> that's the, that's how they respond to you that's good you go oh. on a subway or no <laughs> yeah yeah you need lunch still that's so, great okay so we took a diversion there we were talking about tabletop argument simulator that's a really strong start i was sort of spitballing when i put up the social media posts and my first idea was a physics game where you stuff a turkey at a great distance with a t-shirt cannon so (laughs) and I, i picture like it like it flings up in the air in front of you and you're like you know pull in goes the stuffing if your aim is good. That reminds me of an old PC browser game that I used to fart around with where it was like you'd launch elves uh, <laughs> from Santa's workshop. Oh, yeah. And it kind of had an area with a slingshot and you had to launch these elves in, into areas to get points. I don't remember if you had to knock something over. I think it was. I think you had to knock penguins over. It was elf bowling. Nice. That's what it was. Elf bowling. That's what you're making me think of. And maybe at the end of each round, you would have one live turkey and you'd try the same thing. I don't know. I'm just, this is off the top of my head. (laughs) I like it. I like it. (laughs) Somebody responded to one of the posts. I think it was on Twitter. And it was like, it was very funny. It was like, you're having Thanksgiving dinner, but all of the food that like comes from an animal like reanimates and becomes zombie food or something <laughs> massacres the things and like it was it was zombie-esque my response was like this is this sounds like a classic game for your great uncle to come down the hall and turn the corner like what are you kids doing is this like atari <laughs> oh my god you know <laughs> what is wrong with you the turkey ate your mom right the turkey pulling someone's head off yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, I I like that. That reminds me of an NES game. What NES game was it where there was like food was a bad guy? It was like a was there a fast food level or was it a fast food theme? Fast food was a bad guy. That doesn't ring a bell right away. Oh man, I can almost see it in my head. What was the Killer Tomatoes thing? I don't remember that game. I see here it's called Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and I think there was a game. There was. It was on the NES. Let me look, just to double check. Yeah. No, this is not what I'm thinking of, but this looks kind of cool. Huh, I didn't realize they made this into a game. Yeah. Okay. Game. Well, how about you just have uh, Indians versus Pilgrims in, you know, Clash of North America? That's probably (laughs) extremely inappropriate <laughs> i was pretty sure things were going to go this direction and i wasn't going to be the one but uh since we're there that's probably extremely inappropriate but it did come to my mind i i uh, can i can backpedal us a little bit i had this idea so let's say you're on a fictional island okay and we do a vaguely br type game but you each player comes in on a ship and they come in from whichever direction they want to and they rush in and they establish a colony <laughs> or a settlement of some kind. And they uh, they get some time to establish their whatever. But after a couple of minutes, they have to come have Thanksgiving dinner. So they have to rush into the middle and meet all the other players. <laughs> I don't know That's exactly actually... how you do this and not just make it total chaos and like every man for himself when you get there. But like maybe there could be like an optional community objective which, you know, you'd get much more experience if everyone finished this thing, except you know that the 15-year-olds are going to run around and try to prevent it, you know? like like Naturally. You have, to, you have to build a giant wooden turkey or, you know, something. 
that's start that's just sounds like a pretty fun concept for a game uh to have a br game where it has some elements of built i guess it would be like fort i guess it would be if you could build it had to be more than just basic crafting yeah because yeah. then you would just end up with fortnite right and nobody wants that nobody wants that <laughs> <laughs> i uh i shared one on instagram that was so we we take basically the mario kart concept and we mix in like chocobo racing, but you're racing on giant turkeys. And I think the magic of this. I like that. Right. The magic of this is not until the first time you see a turkey drift. So it's like still running, but it's like sideways, you know, <laughs> like the Looney Tunes stuff. And and maybe like the, the letters like flying out the back, like. Ursh. That would be good. That would I, be good. I would play that. I would play that. It reminds me of a game called Wacky Wheels for the PC. Um, now, see, you could also do it with that same kind of an idea. You know that uh, Temple Run game? Oh, yeah. You might be able to pull that off with a turkey trying, a turkey trying to escape being eaten. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There it is, Turkey Run. You could sort of do like a duck hunt kind of thing, but they're turkeys, so they're just kind of like waddling. I don't know. Okay. I see what you mean. So there's like a little weird like uh, stagger it has and you have to and you have to shoot it with a bow. How about that? You have to shoot it with a bow and for added appeal, they're like hand turkeys like kids would draw. <laughs> and they're and they take points away from you or the uh, Yeah. Or no, if that's what you're actually shooting. The, well just that the would hand be what turkeys. you're actually shooting, yeah. They're just okay. <laughs> turkey hands. <laughs> It's fun okay. being a parent of a kid that age now because now he's finally drawn the turkey hands. It's fun. It's fun to watch those those things come out of you and you can kind of remember when you enjoyed life. <laughs> I, I can. I can remember doing turkey hands when I was a kid and thinking like, for some reason, thinking like, mine is good. <laughs> These other kids, right, yeah. don't worry about them. My turkey hand is special. You're like, man, I did a good job, like, coming up around my thumb the right way. Right. Like, these other kids have these wacky thumb shapes, not me. Yeah, mine came around there. That's That was my that was my marker for, for a great hand turkey is how you traced your thumb. If you came down too far, no, oh, man, you got to get in tight around that. <laughs> there so should it's, be more it, turkey hand games. There should be more turkey hand games. Well, you got overcooked. That's a game that that makes me think that they need to just go ahead and do an event for Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. These some of the cooking games are pretty cool. I played. I'm trying to remember you, the, the one you told me to get was awesome. I played that a lot. Oh, really? I, I think that I one on the phone. Oh yeah, the that was one of those burger restaurant games. I like that a lot. I since that time, I picked up one for the pc that was created in game maker and it was really good like for for a game maker i hate to say stuff like for a game maker game but for a game maker game it was very good because Mm -hmm. uh, the truth is game maker just has certain limitations and it's a little harder on you than unity or certain other uh, applications unreal or something game maker sort of puts the screws to you in certain ways and these people who do these games pretty good stuff Interesting. Okay. That's cool. It's interesting that more cooking games, cooking games became kind of popular. And for a long time, they were treated like these sort of niche things that most people wouldn't play. But the ones that got popular, like they should keep them up, do special events, get some kind of multiplayer going. Like it's, it's a thing now. People like it. Overcooked is all over the Xbox and all over Humble Bundle. And uh, most people know about it, so why not? Is it uh, is it on live yet? Is it? I was thinking about getting it for the Xbox. Is it on live yet? Like it, the gold membership or whatever? Right. It it just was. You you just missed it. Ah. Okay. But check it out because Xbox is doing a huge Black Friday deal, and a lot of stuff is cheaper than normal. Okay. So, uh, I'll take a look. I I haven't played that one. I've got several friends who enjoy it. Yeah, I got a couple of buddies that, that seem to really like it. I was wanting to get in on it. They So they do PC too. Okay. I thought it was just Xbox for some reason. Yeah, PC and Xbox both. Oh, Team 17 is the pu- publisher for that? 
I don't know who that is. Um, Team 17, weren't they the guys that were involved with Worms? Remember that game? Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, I believe so. Man, I haven't checked their stuff out in a while. Okay, Escapists by them I played. Oh, they did My Time in Portia. I got to get that game on sale. Yeah, they're the Worms guys. Yeah, they're the Worms guys, and so we know that we approve of their work. Oh, yeah, wholeheartedly. Man. I never, I never played Worms until just the last couple of years, and uh, boy, I went nuts on it because it's like, man, I can't believe I missed out on all this. It's yeah, really nice. you did. I think I got in on that game on the second or third release and just fell in love with it. Had a lot of good times with those games. Since like, that I time, I have had several, like, partied up all my friends playing Worms, and we, we actually ended up with some very good YouTube videos out of that. So that was worthwhile. <laughs> That's a, it's that is a very solid point you have there. That if you had a streaming group, that'd be a fantastic game to stream on a regular basis. Um, there's a uh, adult version of Mario Party. Um, <laughs> Go on. That I wanted to share with you. And by the way, my time in Porsche is the 3D version of Stardew Valley. If that interests you at all, it's on Steam. Okay. Third, imagine third person Stardew. So yeah. next next sale I plan on getting it. I thought that was just farming simulator. No, it's like pretty much. I was looking at uh, some videos of it. It's pretty much Stardew. Nice. You know, I watched tractor racing today. Oh, I bet it's cool in person. I've never really watched it on TV. Did it just happen to be on? <laughs> it happened to be on. I looked at it was like world of motorsports and i'm like okay i'm programming and i could have this in the background <laughs> i look up and this host is interviewing like the winners of the tractor poll and uh they're a funny assorted bunch of characters i it's it's exactly the kind of thing you would think it was very funny turkey poll there's a game for you turkey poll so you have to soup up your tractor and you have to pull various turkeys <laughs> Of different sizes, there's different breeds, some are frozen, some are already cooked. They all change the way your truck pulls. Dirt, mud, sand. <laughs> or uh, also maybe like a rodeo clown who you throw into a room full of turkeys. <laughs> who has you to complete to, certain objectives. <laughs> you have to knock turkeys out and then your only weapon is a rodeo clown. <laughs> I was thinking like you play as the rodeo clown and you try to basically just survive. I like that. I like that. And they're trying to get you. I'm into that too. Turkeys are, it, they're, they're a rich animal for, uh, for design purposes because they're so weird. Turkeys show up in the most unlikely places. You can't drive past the landfill in our area without seeing wild turkeys on both sides of the road. Yet I've never seen one get hit in traffic. Have you ever seen one get hit? I've never seen a dead turkey laying on the side of the road, and those things stand as physically close to your car going 70 miles an hour as you could ever imagine anything could stand. So they've, they've got better <laughs> survival instincts than like raccoons, deer, dogs, yeah. cats, raccoons. Never seen a turkey get hit and killed. No. So that's that's pretty impressive. Also, we've seen them in our neighborhood. Our new neighborhood, it's like, well, I didn't know there were goddamn turkeys in the neighborhood. You know, they're just hanging out in somebody's, like, yard at the end of the cul-de-sac. It's like, what, what are these turkeys doing here? And I wouldn't screw with one if I saw, if I was, like, walking by and there's one in the yard. I'd go right back in the house. I don't know what's coming. Who knows? No way. No way. You ever seen those arrows you use to hunt those things? No. I can only imagine. <laughs> I'm going to send, I'm going to link you that, too. <laughs> All I am doing this podcast is devolved to me sending Todd links of things. They've got the little C4 charge on the end. <laughs> We're not harvesting food here. We're just killing enemies. <laughs> We're just We're going for maximum impact here. It's incredible. Um, I'm not seeing the exact ones I was looking at, so I'm going to abandon this so we could just keep the ball rolling in the right direction. But it's, if you can imagine it, essentially, it's like a it's like a guillotine you shoot. Okay, it's like sure. just a blade that just designed to decapitate them. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty brutal, man. Okay, so my next idea is we reboot the Turok series, 
And he hunts turkeys. <laughs> I'm into it. That would be incredible. <laughs> I used to, did you play the Turok games? I loved oh, Turok so much. Absolutely. It was awesome. It hit at the right time, too, because Jurassic Park was still fresh enough. Yeah. You know? You know, I mean, it was old. Jurassic Park had some whiskers on it at that point, but it was still cool and relevant to the youngs. Right. And the they youngs. were just trying to survive the dinosaurs. Turok had an agenda of some kind. Yes. That he I didn't was really go. understand at the time. I never <laughs> understood the plot. Never understood the plot of that game. I'm never. trying to remember. The only thing that comes back to me is he shows up at the beginning and yells, I am Turok. And then he starts killing dinosaurs. Pretty much it. Which so, is very funny after a couple of uh, shots of American honey. Let me ask you this. On the subject of Turok. Dude, it's got um, a turkey on it. Jesus Christ, I didn't plan this. He's been watching me this whole time. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you remember playing games where you just played them to death and you still to this day don't know what they're about? <laughs> Turok was the one you just named. Yes. But another one that came to my mind was Blackthorn. Uh, I love the shit out of that SNES game and I don't know what it's about. Black, I've got to look that I don't, up. I don't think I played that. I don't even know an ounce of this plot and I loved the shit out of it. It's a Blizzard game. I oh, didn't wow, know that's, that. That's impressive. Blackthorn, yep, there it is. Love it. If you need to play a ROM of that game, it's, okay. it's, it's one of my favorite platformers ever. It's got high reviews. It's one of my favorite platformers ever, and I don't know what it's about, but now I want to know because it, it was developed by Blizzard. I had no idea. Oh, I, yeah, I read about this because then, I mean, it wasn't that long, and then they were developing, what, stuff like um, Justice League for the SNES, the fighting game Task Force, I think it was. They did that? Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Huh. I don't remember the beginnings of Blizzard. I just remember where I was and and how old I was roughly when I first played Warcraft and I hated it. I despised <laughs> it. The first time I played the original Warcraft, I was like, what in the hell is this? It, it never caught me, really. It did eventually catch me when I saw like how you took over and did the first battles. I was like, okay, I'm into this now. And then first, it hooked me. For some like I like StarCraft pretty well. For some reason, Diablo caught me like before I even put my hands on the keyboard. And Diablo then, uh, is <sighs> Warcraft. It, it's a great game. Like I don't have any issues with it. For some reason, it just didn't keep me uh, in my seat. It was awesome. Either Warcraft or comma World of. Neither one of those. I never played World of. Never played World of. I had some friends come over to my house for, uh, I used to have this really cool tradition that um, a lot of my friends used to live over in Missouri, well, here in Missouri now, but I was still in Southern Illinois, but they didn't really live around a lot of family. So at New Year's Eve, they would come over to my house and they'd all bring like gaming laptops and stuff like that. And we would just do these wild all night gaming sessions, which was neat before I was married, you know, and now, now yeah. we have fun family stuff, which is better. But um, at the time, they would like set up private World of Warcraft servers and we would all start new characters and just run around. The world was our oyster. And other than that, I don't really enjoy the game that much. Now, I love, I love, what is it? Uh, Neverwinter? I, I love that. Never even mess with it. That's, and it's free to play. Is it a game where it's always winter, but it's called Neverwinter? Kind of. <laughs> now that you mention it, they they also put its own separate copy of it on the Xbox where none of the players do the cross-platform play, but um, Xbox players can play Neverwinter all by themselves. Both are super fun. Huh. Never even heard of it. So we've got Turok Turkey Hunter. <laughs> That That's, may that, be the best one. <laughs> I think so. Turok Turkey Hunter is just incredible. How are you going to beat that? Incredible. Have a horde mode in there. You know, you got to survive waves of them. It's got exactly the same story. He just shows up. I am Turok. And he starts uh, slaughtering turkeys. Starts killing. We don't know the plot. Don't That's need the one. bow and arrow. Was that, that motion? That's the, yeah, yes. 
be clear about that. <laughs> I don't know what that might have looked like. I'm plucking it. I'm plucking it. <laughs> I'm plucking the turkey. Fuck you, turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Pluck you, turkey. You better name this episode Pluck Tur- You Turkey. <laughs> turkey Plucker Simulator. <laughs> Man, no, man, this game, this is not what I thought. Dude, one glass of this stuff hit me hard. What happened to me? <laughs> That's how you got to do it, man. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> clearly we're not going to beat Turok Turkey Hunter or uh, nope, Turkey or, Plucker Simulator 19. Yeah, go pluck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, go pluck yourself. <laughs> Did you ever see that meme of that chicken? And it's like looking, it's real mean, and it goes, bah, gawk. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, I gotta send it to you. Anyways. Turok 2, the pluckening. <laughs> the pluckening. <laughs> Pluck hard with a vengeance. <laughs> well. <laughs> this, it's this devolved. Didn't, this didn't go exactly how I planned it, it went much better. <laughs> I'd say so, we're both a little goofy, it's awesome. <laughs> It's uh, it's fatigue. It's um, yes. This, this bottle of turkey juice that I've got. I am thankful for all of our listeners. That's that's for real. Yeah, uh, we, for real. we've we've gotten to do some really cool stuff this year. Microsoft was really cool to us earlier in the year. Man, uh, people were so nice to listen and tune in and leave us ratings and everything. So real talk. When Thanksgiving comes up, I'm a happy dude because uh, I'm thankful every day for this stuff. Amen. With our final moments winding down, if you guys haven't subscribed to the show, please do. It's everywhere. I don't have to list the places you look for it. We've we've got a presence there. So follow along, tell a friend, and get in touch with us because that's what we love. And we uh, will tell you all about our our ideas for future Turok Turkey Hunter uh, titles and, and so on. But uh, John, thank you for hanging out and doing this and i hope your family has a lovely thanksgiving and i hope you never look at turkey the same again (laughs) thanks pal (laughs) and for the rest of you guys i'll be back sober with some technical information on monday